Hey, everybody. Please note that this is a previously recorded episode, and our format was to alternate picks. The plan is now to redrop the episodes in order, starting with the first season. Please ignore anything said regarding why we picked it or what future picks are going to be, as that has become irrelevant. Also note that there's going to be some sound quality deviations because some of these episodes were recorded a couple of years ago. And finally, these republished episodes in the old format will be indicated with a bracket in the title that says republished. All right, we will see you guys next week with normal formatting. LSG Media presents the X-Files podcast with hosts Josh and Dean. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Dean, and joining me is Joshua. And together, we're going to be talking about... Green Mary! All right. I'm very much looking forward to this episode. Uh, I like that we're going to be uh, dropping a two-parter on you guys. We're going to be doing... Dwayne Barry, and then, of course, the follow-up for Ascension. And uh, this is a mythology episode, is it not, sir? It is. It is uh, the second uh, mythology that we've done Mm. on the pilot. Yes. Um, And maybe this is a good time to kind of quickly catch up on mythology. I'm in. So, Dwayne Barry, here we are, Season 2, Episode 5. And last we spoke mythology it was season one episode one the pilot so uh we'll actually put a link to um a good resource about x-files mythology in the show notes here um they officially kind of went back and broke it up into four sections over over the course of the whole show the first volume they called mythology abduction so since the pilot it's been a lot focused on ufos um there's an episode where Deep Throat, who is... Um, Not the one you find <laughs> when you do your internet searches. You're going to have to... If you're going to search for it, put X-Files beforehand. Yeah. Or don't. And definitely don't do it at work. No, no. Uh, but uh, one of Mulder's first big informants, uh, we meet him a little bit. We see some weird uh, craft flying around Air Force bases. We find out about a UFO crash in a fallen angel, good one where they're transporting a UFO surreptitiously across the U S that was shot down. Um, I'm sorry. That's in, uh, that was it. That was it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, and, uh, season one culminates in little green men. No, Earl Meyer flask. Yeah. And then season two starts with little green men. Earl Meyer flask sees the death of deep throat which is sad for men everywhere. And uh, there's always another one getting off a bus from Ohio. <laughs> I was hoping Russia and uh, X-Files gets shut down. So to start season two, the X-Files are closed actually all the way up till episode six. Right. A little while. Cool. So that's kind of where we're at. Awesome. And uh, things uh, pick right up quickly in this 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 two-parter is pretty cool man uh i know that we you know that we talked about doing Dwayne barry because it's just so good it's such a great two-parter yeah um, are we gonna whose pick are we counting this or is this another mutual this is kind of a mutual kind of tummy tummy sticks tummy type sticks. of thing you know what i mean so uh we'll call this a, 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 a tummy sticks mutual pick <laughs> <laughs> but um it the action moves quick in this one and you know it's funny you know we just did uh, jose chung's from outer space and I kind of was reminded of it uh, at the end of this pre-credit area where we have this big white light. I was like, ah, it's so obvious. Like, it's so much like, it's, it's so overt. Right. There's nothing subtle about it. No. Um, but, but it makes sense because of his head trauma. Right. 
In but inside the mind of a madman. Let's talk about Dwayne Barry's shitty old house, but his very healthy and beautiful border collie. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, I read this online. I couldn't confirm if it was true, like any official source, but they said it was the same dog that's in uh, the episode Ice. Oh, no shit. Makes sense. Looks just person. like him yeah. or her. Yeah. So I, I assume it would be somebody on the shows. Mm, yes. Ooch. I can also assume ice will be covered at some point. Mm. It's just too good not to. Yeah. Not going to skip it. But he's hanging out, sleeping in bed. His house is uh, in shambles. Yeah. And it's, it's like there's no sheetrock. There's no, <laughs> it's just studs and plastic <laughs> as he's squatting. A, but a no, he has metaphor power. for his life. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. I guess so. And uh, he's the, watching like some kind of. Camelot show on TV. Yeah, I think so. I was like, is that Monty Python? No. <laughs> Probably no. not. I like, by the way, I like the old school TVs. He has to have it on channel three to get his cable. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right? Before you Snow. had input selects and shit. Now it's like, oh, what's, what's channel three about? Yep. And it's super dark as the camera like tracks oh, through the house. Yeah. Can't see shit. I like the tracking shit here. It's I a do. nice long continuous track. It's like, oh, this is his shitty life. He's a pretty cool dog. <laughs> this is where he lives. This is a, basically a construction site. And here is our man of the hour, Dwayne. Dwayne Barry. And he's just kind of sleeping. And uh, he wakes up uh, a la Jose Chung yeah. and uh, gets sucked up into outer space, we think. Strobin beaming. Yep. Tractor beam. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And away he goes. So bye-bye. And of course, we get our opening credits and then we get a quick follow-up where we're in Virginia, some kind of Davis correctional facility for the mentally insane or whatever the fuck they call it. They probably call it something more PC now. Yeah. Um, And uh, Dr. Hacky. (sighs) Oh, dude. Is this like, did all therapists have to look like this? I guess. Fucking skinny, weak, bearded. I know. Like, uh, like apocalypse starts, zombies are real. Yeah. He's done in Dude. probably the second app. Softer than cookie dough. Oh, yeah. So- softer oh, than cookie God. dough. Not to use a Tyler Durden phrase carved out of wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it's no surprise that um, he is in the vocation he's in. But yeah, really skinny. Like, concerning. <laughs> yeah, I'm unhealthy. Con- I'm concerned. If, unhealthy. He, if he doesn't exercise and eat... Little, I'm concerned as to why he's so skinny, to be honest with you. <laughs> he's asking, Dwayne, why aren't you taking your meds? Mm. Dwayne, why, Dwayne? Uh, well, I don't know why, but he doesn't. They make me feel funny. He speaks in the third person like an athlete. <laughs> yeah, you know, LeBron James. You know what I mean? LeBron James has to take that team on his back and, you know. Just does thing. doesn't like it when other people speak in the third person. Yeah, I hear you. Mm. Mm, I hear you. Dwayne Barry talks in the third person a lot. A lot. Not and exclusively. No. I actually watched this with uh, this episode with my buddy Coop, and uh, he was asserting that he never uses the first person, but he does. He just ne- really he no he he thought he did. Oh, okay. But he does. He does. He yeah. just prefers the third person. Yeah. He likes that sort of disassociative personality disorder. <laughs> right. Thing. Right. <laughs> How can you be responsible if it's not you doing it? <laughs> uh, so let's talk a little bit about the Davis Correctional Facility's stance on having their COs carry firearms <laughs> around a bunch of crazy people. Strong security procedures. Wow. That is some bad moves, guys. You got to have to update that policy. Have. Pretty much get the shittiest rent cops you can get. Terrible. But then just strap them up. Yeah. Just strap them that up. That big old, just that 
big old handle on that pistol, just taunting a fucking whack job to yank it out and blast you one, right? Yeah, because he's just walking like willy-nilly through the halls. The he's end. like chatting with a nurse. Yeah, sure. Trying to get some digits. He's like, well, if I'm tired of fucking the invalids. I'm going to try to get a real live fucking nurse this time because... I can assure you, I don't abuse my power in this place. <laughs> Got fucking scratches all over my stomach from the last one. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, I don't know. I hope he runs into Sarah Connor if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, that thing's just, it's like, you know, if you were in the desert and you saw, like, a fucking jug of water just hanging off mm-hmm. his hip. Just yeah. reach for it. Snatches it up. This is the second time a uh, law enforcement officer has his back to Dwayne Barry. <laughs> Bad move. Oh, yeah. Last one ate a fire extinguisher. I Listen, I hear that there are incidents in these places a lot like acting out. You get punched in the face, left hook, eye gouged out. Yeah. I mean, like probably as bad or if not worse than actual prison. Probably worse. Probably worse. Probably harder to predict. Right. Yeah. So I'd have my fucking head on a swivel. <laughs> yeah. I would be back to the wall. Yeah. Right. Yep. I'd, I'd be like, I would be like fucking, <laughs> I would be wild Bill Hickok. I'd be like, I ain't sitting with my back to the door. You know what I mean? Cause I know Just walking sideways with your always back the wall, hand on the, the fucking holster the whole time. Like, are we cross? <laughs> I'm having to draw down on you, boy. <laughs> Just fucking shove somebody in the chest. They step to you, draw That's immediately. It. That's it. <laughs> awesome. So anyway, he overwhelms the guard quite simply with his crazy person strength. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. That that unhinged, I smash you to bits. <laughs> it's yeah. like when you see a 90-pound chimp, like just trash a 250-pound guy. <laughs> yeah, yes, right? Like that dude that tried to swim to the chimp island, and they're like, fuck you, you ain't coming to this island. Beat that guy down into the water. And then he's all like, give me the damn keys! <laughs> and he takes the dock for a ride. Yeah, so he's taking the, you're coming with me this time, Doc. Something like that, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, if you say so, dude. Uh, Can we talk about my favorite scene (laughs) (laughs) of maybe the entire show? Tell me all about it. Mm -mm. Just a cup of Mulder poured into a hammock. Jesus Christ, Mulder. (laughs) This was uh, a man after my own heart. Was this a little egregious on the show's part? I liked it. Up female view. I'm not going to lie. Now that we've got this in HD, Mm. He's working with a dick. HD. Working with a dick. <laughs> yeah. Like lazily pushed to the side, <laughs> right? I'm in the pool. My dick ain't doing that. Oh, especially, dude, like, you're, it's the pool. You're kind of shrinking up a bit. Yeah, it's chilly. How many, how many takes did he have to do? Right. Cameras so, all over the place. You think he's stuffing it? I don't know. If he is, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I, I want to believe he's not. Cut. I want to Fuck, believe. Fuck, guys. Banana slipped out of the Speedo. <laughs> I want to believe. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. He's just just a little fishy cutting through the water. And uh, Mr. Crycheck shows <laughs> a, little, a little dolphin <laughs> fucking swimming, swimming to the end of the pool. Good uh. swimmer, by the way. Definitely not a stunt double. He's actually a good swimmer in real he, life. He looks like a great swimmer, yeah. to be honest with you. He's, should should we talk more about his physique? And- <laughs> Let's do that. Okay. Let me just unbutton my weird. pants real quick. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so, uh, Crycheck. Crycheck. Uh, first time we've talked about Crycheck in the show. I know uh, one of our personal favorites. God, I characters. love him. Love him. Yeah, and he comes in like, he comes in weak and he builds. But he comes in weak. On and, purpose. Right, right. It makes sense. Um it's awesome. I love his little 
Goody Two Shoes mm. goes to church on the Sunday. Oh yeah, I like how. I, that's what I really like. You know, it's like the talented Mr. Ripley. <laughs> He's like real soft looking. And then he just kills you with an ax. He's going to get you in a canoe. In a canoe. And beat you. And beat back you to the head fucking with an death. Oar. Yes, that's what's going to happen. That's how I felt. Like, I was like, I couldn't remember. The nice thing about watching this was I couldn't remember if he got compromised at some point. So oh, I was, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize he was already on the take or whatever you want to call it. Right, already right. working for the secret covert operation. Yeah, and for, uh, so everybody knows, so the first time we see Krychek is the episode before this. He comes in, kind of gets assigned to Mulder as a partner. Like we said, the X-Files right now are are kaput. Which means Scully went back to... Uh, so Scully actually was reassigned to teaching, which she had been doing previous to At the, the Academy? Yeah, the FBI Academy. <laughs> Not English. <laughs> <laughs> Not at uh, Brooklyn Public. Yeah, <laughs> all right, doing some, uh, some yeoman's work. Oh, okay, cool. So there you have it. So let's uh, get over to downtown Richmond, Virginia, the hostage in question, uh, the hostage standoff in question, which uh, we now learn is our, our friend from the beginning, Mr. Dwayne Barry. I like the opening of this scene. I like the hustle and bustle of the emergency. Yeah. They do a good job of kind of putting you there. Like everyone, like people trying to figure out this, you know, everyone's working. It's, it feels it's a nice, frantic. It feels frantic. Like shit, this guy's got a gun. Background director was good. Like, everybody seems to be like they're actually doing something. They're doing shit. Yeah. I like cool. that a lot. Yeah. Very cool. And bustle and bustle. So, Crytek had gone to get Mulder because Mulder was being summoned here. Yes. Because the dude mentioned aliens. Yes. And we should mention that, too. So, apparently, like, what is it? Like, if, <laughs> if the word aliens is said around an FBI agent, they, like, look up in, like, a Rolodex. It's like, okay. Aliens, do, do, do. All right. Reference <laughs> Mulder. Fox. Basement, Quantico, Virginia. <laughs> like, how is it just known that, like, oh, who's that alien guy? Who's that? Um, yeah. Spooky, right? Yeah. Right. Let's go get him. Yeah. Okay. Call this fucking guy in because they said aliens. And uh, let's talk a little bit about this briefing by Kasdan, who talks to Mulder. Yes. And it's kind of like a joke, right? Can, can we talk about her real name? Yeah. CCH Pounder. Hardly even know And her. she does seem like an assertive black woman. For sure. A lot of acting, Strap a lot of on. vocal credits. Yeah. Strap on. Yeah, she Deliverer. gives me... Yeah, I think so too. Is she delivering it to men or women? Both. She doesn't care. No. Doesn't care. Make you her bitch. Yeah. She got She's, nominated for an Emmy for this episode. She was pretty damn good. Yeah. I like her little flop at the end, but we'll get to that. But I do like her. She's, she does a lot of work, this chick. Yeah. A lot of voices, a lot of vocal work. Yeah, she's got a pretty distinctive voice. Yeah. Um, all that right. lower register voice that basically just says, I got a strap. Oh, no. <laughs> like that kind of voice. She's in uh, Ender's Game, which uh, mm. we will have already covered months before this is released. Yeah. But we are in the process of covering that on our other show. What's that show called, Josh? That is the Science Fiction Film Podcast, also by LSG Media. Bam. Let's have a listen to what Kazan does have to say, shall we? His name's Dwayne Barry. He's armed with a 9mm Smith & Wesson handgun, one nine-round magazine. It is our belief that he's prepared to use the gun and not afraid to die. He's bent on taking the doctor with him to an alien abduction site, only he can't quite remember where the site is, so he stopped at a travel agency. What Mr. Barry needs right now is a friend, someone who appears to understand him and can appeal to his sense of reason. Do we know anything about his abduction experiences? You really believe in this stuff, Agent Mulder? Is that a problem? 
Excuse me. Mr. De Niro thinks that that is hilarious, and so does everyone else in that room. I like, uh, I, you know, I, is I, that a problem? The, the clips are trimmed a little. There's more gaps in between some of what's being said in the actual episode. Right. But in the interest of time, I trim them down a little. But there's this like long silence where he's like, is that a problem? And the room is just like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mulder. I guess not. His conviction is just, his conviction is admirable. It's kind of beautiful in its ludicrousness. Yeah. Although, but one one issue, not like really, whatever, but so she's the agent in charge, right? Seems to be. Yeah. Yeah, terrible job. <laughs> she's doing a terrible job. She's like telling him what to do. And she got an Emmy, Josh. She didn't hey, get a law enforcement uh, don't award. Don't waste your time profiling or doing no. any like police work no. or research. Just no. just talk to him and bullshit him until we can fucking shoot him get in the, the forehead. Get the tap team in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, she gets called in for lots of hostage situations. <laughs> and uh, it's a good record. She got a good closing rate on <laughs> killing those hostage, those HTs. Not a lot of <laughs> arrests. No? No. No. But. Less paperwork mm. if you just cap them <laughs> in the uh, medulla omongata, apparently, yeah. which they say later. So, yeah. Dwayne Barry is having a bad day, isn't he? It, to say the least. To say the least. To say the least. So, he... So, where he is right now, as they tell us, is, is a travel agency. Because <laughs> he needs to get somewhere... But he doesn't know where. So he took the dock to his travel agency. And My guess is next time you go to your travel agent, the probably the one question that is a 100% requirement <laughs> for them to be successful is to know your destination. The where. <laughs> of all the W's, that's the one that's right. top. Absolutely. Top. We and can flex on everything else. Right. Absolutely. This time you're going with Dwayne Barry. Dwayne Barry tells him. Dwayne Barry told him. That's right. Uh, and he is freaking the hell out. Yep. He's yelling it's real, and then they finally get Mulder to call him. Yeah, he starts slapping bitches around in there. Dude, slap that guy hard. Oh, man. Bo- old Baldy got a real bitch slap. I liked it. I like when Mulder calls him, and he's got that notepad, that cheat sheet that says honesty, consolation, containment, resolution, <laughs> and all the shit he's supposed to say. Right. Doesn't last long. He no. starts there. He starts, and he starts, and he sounds like he's reading off the script. Yes. Which is always good. Which is always, <laughs> which is always good to really, really make that personal connection. And... <laughs> I think I know what you're going through. <laughs> He's like trying to do that whole thing. I'm well known for my empathy. I do like how I do like how um, Kasdan is is showing him the names so he can try to humanize the targets. Yeah, yeah. She's like, this is their names, and he's reading the names. I kind of liked that. Kimberly, Kelly, whatever. Although, so as they're on the phone, yes. Let's talk about this. So Dwayne Barry walks to the window. He does. Looks out. Yes. And he sees Mulder. He sees him. In the other window. Yes. Probably not in the police procedure. No. To like be within like waving open window, no, no. blind. I distance. can assure you that that is not part of their procedures. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, probably not. Right. That was weird. What an odd choice, right? Why would they do that? It's weird. Right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is it, was it like trying to start to show us that 
that Dwayne Barry knows like where to look or Maybe. what to look for? If so, that is some subtle <laughs> television making. <laughs> to, oh, actually, another thing we should say about this. Do you know what this episode also was? What? The directorial debut oh, of yeah? one Chris Carter. No shit. Yeah. So the, the producer of the whole show, the creator of the show, uh, this is the first time he actually directed an episode or anything else. Cool. Yeah. I did not know that. That's awesome. Well, he did a smash-up job, man. Yeah. This is sorry, sorry to bring that up right after we like shit on one scene. It wasn't, <laughs> wasn't to say that. No, I got you. It's a great I got episode. You. So, Dwayne Barry starts to come unhinged a little. You think you know what Dwayne Barry's going through? You don't know Jack! Wow. You don't know Jack! Okay, what? You don't know Jack! Wasn't it like a TV show on Disney Channel or something? There was a video game called You Don't Know Jack. Oh, it was like a trivia game on computer, like, I don't know, back in circa 01. It'd be fun if, like, that was like the noise to play when you started the program up. (laughs) Or you get an answer wrong. You don't know Jack! (laughs) That'd be sick. I would buy that game if that was the case. Stressful. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get it wrong. The volume's way louder. It's like, you know, when you're watching TV at night and the commercial comes on for oh. some asshole selling life insurance. Decibels oh, louder. my God. Love it. So um, this is when Mulder's like, okay, this script thing is for the birds. Stands up, starts walking around and talking to him. Right. Well, because one thing we didn't mention, Dwayne Barry, while they're on the phone, like quoted some of the procedures. Yes. That fucking, that honesty containment resolution Bullshit. shit. Yeah. He hangs up the phone, Mulder does. And he's pissed. And he's like, um... This fucking guy, is, is he ex-FBI? That's right. So she finally kind of spills the beans, tells yeah. him he was former FBI. Probably could have used that again. <laughs> hey, Kasdan, listen. The guy who's in charge of the life or death of the hostages probably should know all the answers. Or uh, some. Start with some. Some. But all would be a good. good. Do you think Kasdan knows about, I mean, she knows about Mulder's reputation. Do you think she asked for him, or do you think? How do you think that went down? Well, he was in the Rolodex under A. Right. Okay. A L. <laughs> no, I mean it's a good question because, I mean, you trust him enough to give him and to make him the mouthpiece of the to make him the negotiator. That's yeah. a huge job, you yeah, know. But she was very dismissive of him, like when he first came in. She kind of like patronizing. Yes. Talking down to him. Yes. Which makes me think maybe she didn't. Maybe she didn't. Maybe somebody else had him yeah. go down there. Hey, check this guy out. Send him down. And so that's maybe why just like, hey, whatever. Read the script. Do your thing. Right. Because as we've established, she's very thorough. Very thorough. Like, you know. And, and when Mulder asked, why didn't you tell anybody? Or me. She says that, you know, basically trying to minimize fallout. Yeah. She's like, you know, I'm looking at your uh, record here, Mr. Mulder. <laughs> And it apparently you went down to this place and there was a school situation and a bunch of faculty and kids died and you guys solved nothing. <laughs> so I think you're the guy for the job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Poor cry check, huh? He's oh, like, man. how can I help? And she's like, you got a pen? Go get me a fucking call. Did that remind you of Boondock Saints? Oh, it was when brilliant. When was like shitting on Detective Greenlee. It was brilliant. I laughed out loud. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> uh, and this is after Mulder asks her, do you know what they do to a woman's ovaries? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Way to establish I forgot credibility. About that. I- <laughs> oh, my God. She's so like, then- oh, I, I 
was a little weird about you before, but now we're fine. Now I am. I feel vindicated in, in having you come down. Call him immediately because you're onto something here. <laughs> but he's like, no, he's got to tap old Scully on the shoulder, doesn't he? Right. And so, as to remind everybody, she's back teaching at the FBI Academy. They are mm-hmm. not working together, so she's getting this call out of the blue. Yep. Has no idea what Mulder is doing, where he is. I can only assume she gets these calls from him routinely. <laughs> Probably usually between the hours of 11.30 and one thirty <laughs> at night. <laughs> right around the time he gets home from the package store. <laughs> <laughs> Right around the time he would normally be walking over to knock on her hotel. That's right. That's right. Where they still assign together. So he basically puts her to the, puts her to work for her internet skills, which I can appreciate because you know you got to have that's got to be tough and no fucking Google. So yeah. she was struggling to look up shit, and then suddenly we get a little bit of a plot point where all the lights go out. We get this wacky white light, and then multiple gunshots. Count them four or five. I think it was actually five. Yeah, this is cool too. I, I like this, even though. Like the fountain, like everything goes out. And I don't know if that's silly or not, but it's cool. It's cool. It's a fucking cool effect. I like it. Lights, fountain, like everything just dies. And that's clever because of the way the episode opens, the way we get the white light, weird shit happens. So we're like, wait, is this, this going to happen in front of all these people? And then we learn it was just a substation that blew. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Yep. And uh, then Mulder's like, let me call Barry now. Because shit though. just went crazy. I like the chaos that ensues. I like the guy in the background. I think it was four or five shots. And, you know, that's something that I didn't consider until I started thinking about it. I'm like, makes sense. They want to know how much ammunition he has, hostage situation. They want to know which, how much damage can he do. Yeah. You know, it's kind of cool. And Calls Barry. Hey, how are we? Hey, Barry. What's up, dude? Uh, and then, um, does he call Barry? No, I think he calls somebody who was uh, recently being um, interviewed regarding their visit to, I think, Bill Cosby's house. Alone in bed at night? When do they come to you? You're paralyzed, aren't you? Unable to move. <laughs> Sometimes you can't even breathe. You feel an electric shock go through your body, and then they're there. So Mulder just starts laying it on him. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. And uh, this is nothing that they want to do. They don't want, they don't want Mulder to feed into his psychosis. No. But again, why do you bring him in? Right. If you don't want somebody that's going to talk to him about that kind of shit. When you're dealing with a crazy person, and this is something I don't know, we'll have to call a hostage negotiator, <laughs> is, is that if somebody has psychotic issues and they're holding people hostages, how do you establish trust without kind of playing into some of the psychosis that they have, which are these delusions, according to them, that he's having. That must be a fine line. Because what are you going to do? Be like, hey, hey, buddy, what's going on? Tell me something. Do you like the Red Sox? I I assume there's a fine line. It's got to be. Which is not even visible in Mulder's rearview mirror. Right. Because he is so fucking far (laughs) over it. You know, you probably, like, want to respect what they have to say, kind of, like, not validate it completely, but don't shut it down. Right. But Mulder's just off to the races. See you later. Yeah. And now this is where we get a big shift, right? Because Mulder's going in. He's going in because somebody got shot in that chaos. Yeah. Baldy, as he's known by Dwayne Barry. <laughs> uh, shot low somewhere in the torso, bleeding pretty bad. And uh, they need to go in. And that's when we get what I think is a really cool kind of briefing scene. Because this must be pretty crazy, they're like, we're going to send you in there with no weapons. Yeah. And you're, you're going to talk to a crazy person. 
Well, and also we should say Mulder volunteered for this. Right. Of course. Good luck. Good luck, Pat. But I like the I like the the camera kind of going around him and they're talking and, and you, you can tell it's overwhelming. And they do that well. The camera's moving. Yes. There's other people moving around. Yes. Somebody's putting a, a vest on him. There's people moving in the background. The it's, tack teams. It's almost like he's having an out-of-body experience. He's yeah. like, is this happening right now? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yep. Am I going into this room hoping I don't get shot with one of these four or five rounds that remain in this guy's gun? Yeah. You know? And it's funny because we don't, like, generally... We do sometimes, but camera work isn't one of the main points. No, I think on we, television especially. Yeah, right? especially the X-Files. Um, it was just clever. It's clever, and it's cool. What I like is that it, then once he get inside, it almost turns into like a play. Yes. You know, it's like almost one set, one, set, one little That's it. scene there going on, um, which I think is cool as hell. Me too. And when you can make that compelling, and I mean... The one good news is that if you do a television episode or a film about hostage negotiation, you're pretty much localized because they're not going anywhere. Right. You're not going anywhere. We see some of this, uh, a little of this in Die Hard. We see a little of this in that actual film, The Negotiator, which I know wasn't critically good, but I somehow really liked it. It was Sam Jackson that. in um, Sam Jackson and um, Kevin Spacey. Really? Yeah, and they they're like negotiators, and it's. And, you know, it's the, the whole thing. It, it reminds me of some of this where they're doing the, I think it's, I think, I think that, what's his name is the vet? Um, Jesus Christ. Jackson or? Jackson's the vet. Yeah. So he's been at it before. And every time Spacey says like can't or no or, or won't, he's like, bam, they're all dead. So he's like trying to train them <laughs> oh, the, to, oh, to the trigger words. Yeah. He's like, don't say, there's words you can't say to these people. And that's kind of what I was thinking about because they're like, don't that's jump cool. into his psychosis. Don't, it's cool, you know? And, yeah. and, and, and fucking space is like, shit, you know? Uh, that's at least how I remember it. That movie came out in like 95 or something. I haven't seen it in a long fucking time. But nice. I do like, I do like how they can make this compelling TV because it's tense. Yeah. It's interesting. You get, they do a good job at letting little things file in. And we kind of almost go back to by the sea, don't we? Is it real or is it f- yeah. not? Yeah. You know, Beyond it's kind of neat. Beyond yeah. the sea. Right. What we do don't I call know it? by the sea. By the sea. Beyond the sea. Yeah. Um, yeah pretty cool. So Janice is going to go in with him. Yep. He's a trained medic and a doo-wop singer from the 50s <laughs> with that fucking haircut and mustache. He's like, yeah, he's like all, he's all rip roaring, ready to go. He'll just start singing to the guy or something. I yep. don't know. And last part of that briefing is on their <laughs> the, way in. The sniper talk. Yeah, the guy's like, "Hey, we got three snipers around there, so just get them over the window. We just need one at the Medulla Oblongata because that's how fucking wow they talk. That's <laughs> pretty fucking <laughs> grim. <laughs> the snipers are on the roof. Are like, I want to kill the guy. I mean, if he goes for his gun, I. I don't want to see if I can hit him, but <laughs> like they, they're not up there like, come on, they're fuck. just blood crazy. Like, oh my. fucking please. <laughs> I can't wait. Fucking pink mist. I got a boner. Yeah, right. <laughs> so they enter the building under the cover of the tactical snipers placed on the roof. I like some of those camera shots from the roof down yeah. and them running in. That's cool. Uh, and then, of course, Dwayne knows the drill, doesn't he? He does. They walk in. He fucking gun on them. Uh, puts them against the corner, pats them down, asks if they're wired, because he knows. He knows. He was FBI. Well, it must be really <laughs> annoying. I was just thinking of this. While you're in there and you got Kazdan yapping in your ear the whole time. 
Oh yeah, because you can't not hear her, dude. Yeah, you can't take he, it out. Right. You he's, can't. He's mic'd up in his ear. Yeah, and she's just giving like runny, like bitchy commentary. Right. Not advice. No. 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 None at all. And uh, this is when Mulder starts to say, "Listen, can we get the women out of here?" He's trying that old that old song and dance. Yeah, he's trying to get the wounded guy out first, of course. Focus on that, but yeah, chipping away at it. Um, but then this is also about where we get to the point and. And understand, so Janice is working on the, the wounded guy. Yes. And Dwayne Barry is just staring down the barrel yep. of his pistol as Mulder's talking. Yes. And then Mulder starts to um, push his buttons into a terrifying flashback. Yes. Bad move. Probably a bad move yeah. while he's aiming a pistol at you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need this guy thinking he's popping grays, and really he's just popping all the hostages. <laughs> yeah. You dirty alien fuck. There's a point when she does say, <laughs> casting or whatever, you know, you going a dangerous course of action here, Mulder. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you Good are. Good one, Good one. <laughs> you are. <laughs> so he talks a little bit about, you know, how they want to work with you. And then he's like, you know, we lost time. I checked my watch. Isn't that what happens? And he, that's the, that's the beginning of the pushing into these strobing flashbacks. And then he really feeds into it. <laughs> oh, really yeah. starts to push. Kazan's pissed. Mulder taint. Then Mulder does the old, if I tell you something about me, I guess I was trust. My sister was taken, right? I'll show you mine. Show me yours. Basically. And this is kind of good work by Mulder, right? Because I think, he, he, through his honesty, he does start to make a connection with the guy. And that's when he asks him the whole thing, how does it happen doing? Of course, you already played that clip. Yep. But I do, he, he starts to, they, he starts to get Dwayne to start coughing up specifics, which is kind of a breakthrough. Because up until then, he's just like, nobody understands. We're going to go. You don't get it. We're, this is, this is the first time he is calm. Yes. And he starts to tell him actual like details. Right. Which is important. They get the wounded guy out. Now Mueller's sitting and chatting with him. <laughs> probably <laughs> um yeah so now now Mulder's sitting there but actually having a relatively calm yes. conversation things ratchet down a little bit um and then Dwayne asks Mulder to tell the doc what happens and that's when he starts to talk about they drilled holes in my teeth right because Dwayne's because he, he lets the girls go, but he knows the doctor ain't going anywhere. That guy's sitting there all gagged, looking yep. terrified and, and, and more pale than usual. <laughs> and um, he tells Mulder, tell him. You know what happens. Tell him. Because he's the one that needs to understand, right? Yeah. And that's when he's like, they drilled holes in my damn teeth. <laughs> he freaks out. And this is while they're also showing flashbacks Ooh. slash, you know, crazy imaginings. Could be either. Could be either. We don't know. But yeah, see all this crazy shit. He's sitting on that... Um, that Vitruvian man looking yes. like that, you know, the Leonardo da Vinci famous painting yep. thing. Yep. And he's strapped down and the aliens are just fucking being a laser. Being a bunch of assholes. Just Dick Dennis. What a bunch so, of assholes. <laughs> they're like, hey, you want to go um, 1500 light years and just <laughs> fucking laser some teeth? Yeah. <laughs> just get some people and just try out some <laughs> fucked up dentistry. God, they're such dickheads. <laughs> Like, what are you possibly learning? Uh, and this hurts. <laughs> God damn, this hurts. Uh, so yeah, I hate the lip quivering. You know, that's something we were talking uh, about. The quivering lips as the laser strikes into his mouth. Yeah. Oof. 
know what kind of made me think of was Clockwork Orange, like the yeah, eye twitching yeah, yeah. around when he's down in the chair. Ooh. God. Yeah. So Scully calls the command room or the command center, whatever that, whatever that's called at yep. this point. And then Crychick answers, and Scully's really pissed about Mulder being in there with Dwayne Barry. We don't know why, but then she starts to tell us a little bit of information, doesn't she? Yeah. This man who claims to be under the control of aliens, his, his mental health history describes a rare state of psychosis. As you can see from his medical records, in 1982, Dwayne Barry was shot in the line of duty, the bullet piercing his bilateral frontal lobes. Right. The injury left him nearly incapable of functioning in society. It effectively destroyed the moral center of his brain. That music is sick. It's cool. That that awesome Mark Snow, like a melodic. Yeah, just beautiful. Connects right to your little reptile brain. It reminds me of the end of Full Metal Jacket. When the when the snipe, when they're sneaking oh. up on him, it's like yeah. it's that weird music, and yeah. she spins in slow mo. I was like, oh god, <laughs> crazy. So I love Mulder's face as Dwayne starts to talk about the pain. It, it it's almost like he's thinking of his sister in that moment. You know, like he feels genuinely bad. Yeah, and it's and it's good stuff. Like you know, we make fun of Duchovny sometimes about being so like blank, but there's subtleties in him. And it was like, for when he's sure. talking about the pain, he's feeling, probably feeling for Dwayne. I know I'm reaching because I don't really know, but I, I imagine talking about your sister in this context probably brings up some pretty shitty memories from older. Yeah, because then he does, he kind of brings, he mentions his sister again. He does. Or he asks if Dwayne- Let the others go, take me. Yeah, shit. but he asks Dwayne if he ever saw little girls, like little kids there. Right, yep. And Dwayne's like, yeah, sometimes doing some tests. Yep. Hurting them, you know, <laughs> really- reassuring Mulder. And then Scully gets in Mulder's ear and Mulder's trying to keep it together when he realizes you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Bad news bears. Why am I here? Right? There's that kind of panic look on his face for that split second. And that's when Mulder and Barry start to talk more. He starts to talk about the government and how they know about it, how they're in on it, which is funny because he sounds crazy, but we learn that he is right, which we learned later in the episode <laughs> with yeah. Prychek creeping around, yep. doing crazy shit. Yep. And then, um, so pretty kind of a cool thing on that, that injury thing that, um, Scully talks about. Yes. She mentions this guy, Phineas Gage. Mm. And, uh, I kind of, I, I knew the name. I kind of heard of it before, but I got sucked into doing a little internet <laughs> read up on this. A rabbit hole. Cause I have nothing else to do with my time. Sure. So I guess read about late 1800s injuries. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so actually mid 1800s, Phineas Gage is this like a uh, railroad worker and he's, putting in a blasting charge and he, his the charge goes off prematurely in the tamping iron he's using which is like this three four foot long metal rod right blast through his head <laughs> yikes in under the cheekbone out through the top of his head through the right bilateral lobe i think right frontal lobe okay um lands 80 feet away right with some skull and brain on it so did he finish the fucking job or did he quit? <laughs> I mean, did he take a lunch break? Well, is this why uh, some bullshit wasn't union, union formed? So he had to go right back on. Well, he good. didn't have the time. I mean, I give him a, he can eat a sandwich. That's <laughs> fine. But I expect him to get back to work right away. But pretty crazy. Talking like mid 19th century medical technology. He makes a full recovery. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. You know, that's nuts. And but apparently it's, it's cited a lot. You know, they talk like about brain damage and, and how it changes personality. 
apparently a lot of it has really been overplayed, kind of urban legendized. um, That apparently like there was some immediate effects, but after he fully recovered from it, he was pretty much back to himself. Cool. Um, So yeah, I'll maybe throw something in the notes about it. If you are also wanting to fucking waste time. (laughs) Yes, I would love to. (laughs) And so would the listeners at home. Mm. So, Carrying on with Mr. Dwayne Barry, he wants to go to the place, right? Yeah. Where it all started. Yeah. Ascend, he wants to ascend to the stars, uh, which we later learn, of course, is on the billboard. I want to ask you something. Yes. How bought in do you think Mulder is right now? I think, he's, I think he's bought in. He's in. in. Yeah. We're talking government conspiracy. We're talking yep. ascending to the stars. Yes. I think he's in until he hears from Scully. And then he starts to have doubts. And that's about now too, right? Yeah, because he, he divulges information about his sister. I think he, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think he's feeling something. I, I think agree. he's feeling a connection here. I agree. So I just want to talk through it because I, I, I want to start talking about it because there is a change at some point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, and maybe like where that change happens. And that change is dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a significant it's course alteration. Dark. <laughs> <laughs> so Mulder asks Dwayne to let the women go. Of course, it works, but they maintain he maintains his hold on the dock. And then, of course, the tack team starts to move into position. Tension is rising rapidly. Dwayne still professes to need transportation. And did you is, did you already mention that Scully gave all, gave the info dump to Mulder? He gave the info dump to Mulder. Yeah, right. implants. But Dwayne Barry is in as Scully's talking is like rambling about. Shit in his belly button, yes. his teeth. Yes. And Mulder's like, huh? Uh-huh, yeah? Uh-huh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mulder, Dwayne Barry gets a little sloppy here. He strays into the line of fire where he could have been killed because we get our... Uh, Ugh, 90s trope. <laughs> laser. Visible laser Visible sight. laser sight. Yeah. Probably not employed by snipers. No. So if, if the point of a sniper is to... Concealment. You know, concealment and take a effective shot. Uh, maybe don't put that on his chest. Yeah. Where's that coming from? Oh, look at that. Over yonder on the fifth floor of that building. And then the cat jumps out on him. Yeah. <laughs> so he pulls him away, saves his life. But Dwayne Barry starts to flip out a little on us, doesn't he? Just a touch. I'm sorry. You're sorry? Dwayne, will you listen to me for a second? You're just like all the others, aren't you? Dwayne. You say you believe me? Dwayne, I do believe but you. But you don't. You're lying just no. like everybody else. I believe you, Dwayne. Um. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Oh, and we haven't yet, I think, talked about how good this fucking guy is. Yeah. Steve Railsback. He's amazing. Badass. Pretty good at being a psycho, right? Yes. Do you know what I dug up a little bit about him? Talk to me. Um, like his first, obviously he's not like a big actor, but kind of what got him going in Hollywood, his first big role, was he played Charles Manson in the old 70s Helter Skelter. Dude, that show, that, that you, I had to watch that. I took criminal justice class in high school in the 90s. I had to watch that. Really? Yeah. A badass. It was fucking t- Hard. <laughs> Dude, that is crazy. I, I can't, it's funny, you know, when you think of shit from the 70s, you can never connect the actors that you see, especially in this kind of role, back right, to that. That's right. fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. So, I mean, you talk about like engrossing 
psychopath. Yeah. Probably he's got it locked down. Oh, and here's another tidbit for you, by the way. If you want to talk about how time is a flat circle, like Rust Cole from True Detective, <laughs> right? <laughs> Creepy. Yep. To bring everything right back to where it started. There is a show, and I don't know if it's called Age of Aquarius or simply Aquarius, about Charles Manson. Sounds really familiar. New. Yes. Newish? David fucking Duchovny is in it. Oh, really? Yeah, so bringing it back. Renly Brathian plays the... more David to come play, in my Yeah, life. I hear you. Plays, uh, plays Manson, and he's a good actor. Mm. And yeah, he's in it. I don't remember the name of it, but we'll link to it in the show notes so people can check it out for sure. Cool. Yeah. And speaking of Game of Thrones, if you're into Game of Thrones, we can find out a little... Hear some more about that, Dean. Absolutely. We have a Game of Thrones podcast. Oh, shit! Did you not know that? Mm. Got a science fiction film podcast, a Walking Dead podcast. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Lots of podcasts. True Detective, speaking of Russ Cole, although we started with season two. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. But something happens here, doesn't it? Yeah. So this is what I want to know. What do you think is going on in Mulder's head? Like at this, at that clip you just played. Yeah. Um, besides him probably trying desperately to hold a poopy from mm-hmm. going into his pants. What do you think he's thinking? I think he's kind of scared that Dwayne's losing it a little bit. So bold assumption. Go right to the poop. <laughs> go right to the poop. I think he's like, well, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something <laughs> dark. But I think dark. I think it is is that I think even after Scully told him that, yep. Mulder is such a fucking true believer, like emotional like he he was so invested in the possibility right that this guy could could open more of the truth to him that i think he just was willing to power through it and then he then his like ultimate card was calling him out but right before that clip Mulder basically asked him like Dwayne, are, are you lying to me about any of this or, be, or whatever and sends him like spiraling into a near homicidal rage spiraling bold move Yes. And, but I think it's at this point, Mulder's believes that no, he, he's not, he's just a psychopath. I backed him. He's being defensive, lashing out. Yep. And, and you know, that's, that brings that up, scares me. Yeah. That brings up a good point because if he's delusional and fucked up and got shot in the head, is it possible he believes his own shit? Like, is he, is Dwayne, does Dwayne Barry think Dwayne Barry's lying? You know no, I, I think Dwayne Barry believes Dwayne Barry. Right, which makes it interesting for, for Mulder to suddenly think, to, to, to be able to discern psychosis from reality is pretty impressive because it's not like you're trying to tell if he's lying to you. Yeah, and one, cool. one thing that I, I don't know if it's more of a fault in the show or, or the viewers because I think something we lose sight of often is how fucking good Mulder, the character, is supposed to be right. at profiling. That's right. He's said to be one of the best profilers in the FBI. Right. But because we always think maybe that's of him why he got that phone call. As, <laughs> yeah, maybe. But we always think of him as Spooky Mulder. We always make the connotations through that, and it's always like Scully, the ones doing real goddamn sure investigative work, and yep. you know having the, the hard analytical approach. But the reality is, he is an incredible, you know, like able to get into the mind. Sure. So I think that's what you really need to look at this through is he is getting in this fucking dude's head. He's probably going along for more of a ride than he should. Yeah. But I think he sees enough there that he... And that's where he's emotionally compromised. For sure. Because it's so close to his sister and that whole thing. Yep. And um, then uh, it's uh, kind of 
dark. I know you're tired, but there's something you've forgotten to do. When you let the women leave, you left the door unlocked. Go unlock the door, Dwayne. Go lock the door. Go lock the door, Dwayne. Sends him into the firing solution of the tack team. Dude, and you can hear it in his voice. Feels like, like shit. He's, he's feeling, he knows what he's doing. He's walking him to death. For sure. And uh, some chaos ensues in pretty stylistic fashion. Dude, it's cool. It's slick. Yeah, because you see that, and then basically it's just dark. You hear the gunshot, you hear the screams, like you hear the tack team moving in. But I like that they don't show it to you. You just yeah. get the sound. Absolutely. And the next thing we see is route by the ambulance. Yep. DB's getting loaded up. DB's getting loaded up. And um, they take him away. He lives. So Mulder at least has that on his conscience. Yep. And then... Um, and I like that, you know, and Mulder and Scully are outside the ambulance having a little chat. And I think it's cool. Like, you know, she's trying to, this is very. She's comforting him. Yeah. And yeah. this is pretty like legit as far as, you know, again, we don't look to the X-Files as like, this is how police stuff happens. Right. And like, right. not exactly like, procedurally it's true, but that's like a big role in military or law enforcement is like when something results in like a kill or an injury, like giving your your partner, your whatever, that sure. positive affirmation. Sure. Like making them, it, it, and it's, they coach you to do it as soon as possible after. Right. To like make them feel, you know, assured that they did what was right. Sure. And yeah. Scully's right there doing that, and you can see Mulder's rattled. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. It's, it's, um, it's just another indication as to how close they are, too. Like, they worked together for years. Just the two of them. That's crazy, you know? Yeah, sure. That's a tight connection. Um, episode over, right? Just about. Hospital. No, but I like the feel. Like you, Yeah. It feels like we're wrapped up. Yeah. You could roll credits here. Right. But no, no, no. I like it. A little bit more. No, no, no. So Kasdan and Mulder are hanging out at the hospital, right? Yeah. She's, she, she's getting soft on him. Gives him a call. Says, come down here. I want to tell you something. In the x-rays, the surgeon found several pieces of metal. In his gums, in his sinus cavity... And one in the abdomen. I had them checked. I felt you'd want to know. And there were tiny drill holes in his left and right rear molars. A dentist who examined them said they could not have been done with any of the current equipment in use. Not without chipping or damaging the tooth. Anyway, I thought you ought to know. Get some sleep. Because <laughs> that's normal. Dude, it, that is it, awesome. Everything that he described, right? That that Dwayne Barry described to gums, fuck in the fucking lasers in the teeth, something in your belly button. Mm. Ooh, what? Oh shit! What is that? What sci-fi thing is that? Matrix. Oh yeah, I just got that a visual image of something coming out of a belly button. That's right. Yeah. So Scully and Mulder, yeah, take this thing. Yep. This little. Mulder's Dookie. all fired up about it. Oh, yeah. Like, holy shit. He, he thinks Dwayne Barry... Vindicated. Is vindicated at this point. Absolutely. And Scully's like, um, pump the brakes. Hold down. Hold it down. Right. Could, could be a number of different things. Yep. I like this. She, she goes, <laughs> oh, um, no, it, it could be shrapnel. He was in Vietnam. Mulder... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. What? He was where? Wait a second. So I went in to this fucking guy, like unarmed and not only did you not tell me he was in the fbi now you're telling me he was a combat vet from vietnam 
who got hit with artillery. Anything else? Should be noted. Anything else? Yeah, I think he had a, like four combat tours, was definitely a tunnel rat, okay. and uh, awesome. was... Uh, Sexual abused by a priest for yes. 11 years <laughs> yep, when he absolutely, was younger. Yep. And then, of course, he was captured. He was a POW, <laughs> suffered dramatic, dramatic damage. Uh, the- Russian scientists tried a secret yep. uh, brainwashing procedure on they him. They did. They tried mm-hmm. to make him mm-hmm. the Manchurian mm-hmm. candidate. Yep, yep, yep. And then... And then to top it all off. <laughs> oh, also, he was, uh, yeah, like, dude, probably good info Ooh, to know. Boy. Do a little bit more research. Do a little bit more Do research. Bit more. Hey, ever seen that movie, <laughs> Deer Hunter? <laughs> yeah. That's about him. It's a documentary. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so she takes it down to this cool little uh, ballistics lab yes. thing, right? That was slick. I liked it. Um, and he's looking Ooh, at it. Something weird going on with this thing, isn't there? Yeah, because at first, like, oh, it could be a shell casing, could be, you know, whatever, shrapnel, this, that. But then they see some kind of engraving on it, right? Yes, they do. 10 microns across. Yes. However big that is, I don't know. Pretty small. I guess. Yeah. Um, and they don't know exactly what it is, but they know it's not natural. Yes. This is something man-made. Right. Well, the good news is, is that the grocery store, <laughs> the grocery store checkout line will we'll be in, able to, illuminate, to determine, illuminate that this is not, well, at least we know it didn't, there's nothing, did it say anything? I don't remember now. Like crazy, like Just weird, continuous shit. Like, okay. Where it would say like, you know, 399, it was like all these like letters, numbers, symbols, just cool. Rotating over and over, which ridiculous right but cool but a cool like what the fuck moment yeah almost as bizarre as paying 11.54 for like four bags of groceries (laughs) with a personal check (laughs) (laughs) that's so ludicrous back to the fucking past i saw her in line three days ago she was 96 (laughs) 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 writes out a check Uh, and uh the only other thing that kind of happened right around here is uh dwayne barry Comes to the hospital. That's it. Once again, he sees like this, uh, these images, these alien gray dudes. These torturous assholes. Yeah, moving around. And I like, I like that this happens here because now we're like, well, this definitely isn't happening right mm-hmm. now because then we see he's in a regular hotel room. Right. So but we, what's cool about We have this. signs of, of shit actually really happening to him. Right. But then we have signs of him displaying psychosis. Yes, by the sea. Right? Beyond, is that the episode? Beyond, beyond. I keep doing that. Beyond the sea is like this. He's like, does he know? Does he not know? Right. Is he full of shit? Is he a madman? Is yep. he? It's awesome. I think it's very cool because it, it leaves it ambiguous in the viewer's mind. Right. Which And apparently the guy watching him, the, the policeman who's trying to bone a nurse, <laughs> which, hey, good. go forth and conquer. Good on you. But don't <laughs> keep your back <laughs> to this guy. Have you read the report about how he escaped from the mental institution? It went kind of like this. Cook, <laughs> fire extinguisher to the back of the He'll head. call you, bitch. <laughs> he fucking takes off. And uh, Scully's just hanging out at home. Yeah. I love, though, like, as soon as it happened at the grocery um, store, that thing going off, like, you saw it in her face, like, holy shit. Because she's a scientist. So she understands this in, like, a more of a technical aspect than, than we're talking about. Sure. Like, realizing this is okay this tiny 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 thing i need this ultra powerful you know uh microscope to even see is a 
fucking barcode. Right. And it was in Dwayne Barry's tummy tum. <laughs> What's it doing what there? The fuck. So we get her calling Mulder, leaving a voicemail. Bit distressed. Quite distressed. She's like, holy shit. And we set the scene with some low light, thunder, thunder rumbling. Shh. Perfect. And uh, this fucker shows up like Mike Myers oh. out of Halloween. Yeah. Just standing there. Hey. <laughs> In the window. What's up? And Overpowers and, her. Yeah. Which and, I'm fine with. He's a crazy person. Sure. He's She's not expecting, not expecting it. it. Whatever. Um, Doesn't live her life like Wild Bill Hickok, obviously. No. Not, not strapped. Com- couple themes in this episode. One is the cool, like, it cuts again to, like, the shot of the answer machine, and then you hear the action. Sure. Just like in the, um, when Dwayne Barry gets shot by the sniper. Yes. Same kind of thing. Slick. Uh, the other theme is facing away from threats. Yes. As they approach <laughs> you from behind. <laughs> oh, you may. Uh, awesome. But, um, TBC? Great. To be fucking continued. I think the first one of the of the show. I was like, whoa. I mean, besides, like, the... the the season one finale is kind of a cliffhanger, but this is right. direct to be continued. It's awesome. And it's cool. Cause you're like, Holy shit. Wow. And should we, we, we didn't mention the whole time. Um, a lot of the backstory of why, why this was written into the show. No, why we didn't was talk it? About it? We didn't talk about the pregnancy. Correct. Right. We've mentioned it, but we haven't talked how it directly affects this. Right. So, you know, this is now going to season two. The show did better than expected. Season one gets renewed. There's, there's more hype about it. Um, ratings are going up and then Scully really pissed people off by getting a baby put into her mm. um, and that caused a bit of a problem because they're like we gotta fucking go around this right so this is actually around when she got that little critter out of her um, they wrote this in the storyline as an explanation of why? why she wasn't there which we and why don't they tie it back into pregnancy scene ascension? Don't they show her belly kind of inflating? It's yeah, creepy. yeah. But it, then she's not actually pregnant when she comes back. Gotcha. She has these fucked up memories and gotcha. Yeah. So it's but all primarily what you're saying is right. what makes sense. So she's out for pretty much three episodes. She's in like tiny clips of a couple of them, but pretty much that was her time off. Right. Um, but it it's one of those examples of like kind of a necessity becoming a an awesome. awesome thing. Sure. Because they they uh, on you know. To what's, I'm trying to see here. To Chris Carter's benefit, he took this and ran with it. Right. He really, after he had to do it, he ran with it and moved the mythology along and yep. kind of kept tying it back to this. So, um, yeah, it's all neat. yeah, and that happens all the time. You think something sucks, and then on the other side, you're like, God, this is so much better. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? It happens a lot, especially with creative projects. Yeah, it's crazy. But that is Dwayne Barry, man. Mm. So uh, we're going to obviously drop both of these episodes together, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. As separate episodes, but together. Yeah. So people don't have to wait, right? Yeah. Or do we want to make them be t- to be continued? Tickle them. What do you think? Let's give them both. Right. Give them both barrels. We'll be generous. Mm. We will be generous. We will not hold back. Um, we will give you both episodes in the same week. So um, we are going to bid you guys adieu. We are then going to take a quick break, and then we're going to record our second episode in one day. What do you think about that? Dwayne Bear will be back. Bear will be back. Everybody have a good one. Take it easy. You don't know Jack! (laughs) 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning into another episode of the X-Files podcast by LSG Media. If you are interested in what other projects we have going on, head over to libertystreetgeek.net. That's libertystreetgeek.net. We've got all kinds of podcasts, The Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, science fiction film, you name it, we got it. Check us out and we will see you next week. Have a good one. Thank you.